ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome in. It is the Friday, June 24th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to take your phone calls and texts this hour. We'll open the text line up right now at 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Coming up later on the program, I don't know how much later. As I was just told as we went to airtime, uh, he is slightly behind, so Christian... Spears, the athletic director of Marshall University, will be here. Uh, he's a little busy today. There's this baseball thing. I'll tell you, somebody who covered baseball today for the Herald Dispatch is Luke Creasy. He just happens to be on hand. Just so happened. He just so happened to show up here today. I walked by at like 5.01. I'm like, hmm, about showtime. Yeah, I'm just going to drop in and say hi to Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And now here we are. Here so we are. So um, how excited are you? Just just to stand back for a second, not as a reporter, but as someone who has invested a lot of time in Marshall, to finally see something that looks tangible with this. Yeah, I think tangible is a good word because I think it feels at this point just a little more concrete for people who have been clamoring for, maybe clamoring is not the right word, but uh, calling for a stadium to be built. Um, you know, of course, in 2019, we were thinking that might be the direction that things were headed then for mm-hmm. the ballpark to open by 2022. Uh, it is 2022, but uh, certainly feels like there's a little more concreteness to uh, to this plan, especially with the new site and all that could be done and tying in existing facilities. Um, kind of a really cool design plan revealed this morning by the Board of Governors. Okay, so the public has not yet seen the design plan. That will come soon. Uh, that will be revealed. The great thing about this is this was sort of part of the plan a few years ago, and Courtney Hessler uh, mm-hmm. tweeted that out today from the Herald-Dispatch as well. Remember the uh, Brownfield development plan, yep. that area, right there, ballpark right next to softball. And it just makes perfect sense to continue it on. And I think the city kind of saw that too because that was you know part of the city's you know, plan of how are we going to redevelop this area uh, to tie in, you know, a baseball facility. Because I, 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 I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who is against building a baseball facility. Um, but to, to see it, you know, be revealed this morning, some, some new innovative leaders at Marshall you know, over the past couple of years, and I think it's all kind of starting to fall together. And I think that's an exciting uh, thing for, for herd fans to hear. Something else, uh, I, I knew about this last week, but it's made public today, and you probably knew about it as well. Uh, we're also doing a little crowd crowdfunding. Crowds, you, know, the, you can donate. You could donate $10. You could donate $1,000. There's a, a campaign that's set up where fans can actually donate and help match some funds that will be made available up to, I believe, what, 50000 yeah, it, it, it's up to $50,000, um, and that was, uh, you know, the, the, the text to donate plan. Uh, you can text Go Herd to 801-801, and uh, the big green president, Chris Lambert, and his wife, Melissa, are, are actually matching gifts up to uh, a, a total of $50,000 today. Um, and so that was kind of, you know, their launching point uh, for this. You know, you can go to herdrises.com and kind of track the progress. I think the last time... I saw it was close to $11,000 that had been raised today. 
um, just through those texts to give donations. And uh, so I think they're using that as like this platform to say like, hey, we're going to do this. Um, and um, certainly, you know, guys, and I'm sure, you know, Christian Spears will talk about it later on in the program. Um, this is important to uh, to these people and a chance for those same fans who have been calling for a baseball stadium to put their money where their mouth is and and make it happen. Luke Creasy's with me from the Herald Dispatch. Uh, he's been following this story, of course. Luke is uh, now the the beat reporter covering the Thundering Herd for the Herald Dispatch. Uh, you've been in that role for a few months now. Oh, yeah, a few months now. It's um. It's a good look on you so far. Oh, thank you. I, I, I've enjoyed putting the look on. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I was around the athletic program as a student and uh, through my, I know you know, I was at WMUL mm-hmm. and I interned here for a while. And, uh, but uh, no, great to be kind of back into uh, to the rhythm of things. It's definitely different because I was covering education right before this. Uh, no, this is not the Cabell County Board of Education. Uh, completely different. Yeah, completely different. Uh, they don't throw footballs there or, you know, do anything. Well, they do some things athletic related. Is the but. drama as entertaining in athletics as it was in education? No, no. Education's got you beat on the drama. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think they take that cake pretty easily. We're going to have Christian Spears come in the studio here. Never a dull here. moment. No, 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 no. Never. Never a dull moment. Christian Spears is going to be uh, checking in with us soon here. So um, I, I hope that he's just stuck in the um, the drive-thru right now. That's what I'm hoping. I think that's – he's bringing us beverages. Because he mentioned he'd bring beverages last time. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he remembered that. There you go. So you, Luke will need something now I left well. my Sprite in the, in the car. Okay. So, it's probably so you need something cold to drink as well. Yeah. Okay, so uh, hopefully he's listening and he's bringing us beverages as as we speak. Because we got a lot to get into with him. This is something that it's day 102 for him. Yeah. 102. And here it is, something that... That's a busy 100 days. <laughs> yeah, quite busy. 102 days, baseball park going to be built. And then I talked to yesterday someone from the Georgia Southern Radio Network, mm-hmm. and they just stressed to me how busy uh, baseball is going to be in the Sun Belt, how big... Uh, it really is. It's one of the is. better conferences. Yeah, conference USA was a good baseball conference, uh, but uh, the Sun Belt takes that. And I think one of the things that Christian might talk about today, too, is when you look at the facilities in the Sun yeah. Belt, beautiful, beautiful ballparks. And uh, I, I think that's part of the plan, too. you got to keep up. Yeah, it was uh, Colin Lacey from the Georgia Southern uh, Sports Network. And, you know, I talked to him about baseball, and he just said, no, look, it's huge. Baseball's big here. So, we're going from a, a league where baseball was big into a league where baseball is big, and you're bringing capital B I G. Yeah, and you're bringing Southern Miss with you, and baseball is an okay thing there. It's basically baseball season, spring football season, football season, back to baseball. I think soccer is going to rival some of these two. You think so? At least the men's league. Okay, men's league looks tough. Too. League. Yeah, UCF is back. Yep. How? How much fun is that going to be? Talk about the regional rivalries for Marshall going into the Sun Belt, bringing back UCF. That's huge. It's a good feel. Yeah, I like that because, like, as Marshall fans, who do you love and hate more than UCF? Back from, I mean, just period. Just came into the MAC. They were a little cocky. Got into an upgrade, you know, of leagues with them, and then they got a little cockier, and then they started winning. Mm-hmm. 
And it wasn't fun if you're a Marshall fan, especially on basketball court. And then they won an air quotes. National National championship. championship. (laughs) Yes, national championship. So they are national champions in football. (laughs) And, of course, um, the guy I love to hate and and hated to love, uh, A.J. Ramsa. Remember him? Yep. Oh. Yep. No. Just uh, could not. I couldn't stand him, and I applauded him for that. Maybe maybe Donnie Jones shows up at a Marshall men's soccer game. That would be some serious shade. <laughs> that would be some serious shade. We can't <laughs> we can't imagine that. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, really. Um, we have to play nice though with with Coach Jones now because you know we we've inherited uh, Adam Williams. We got him back. It's true. We we we, true. we saved him from the dark side. And and Donnie Jones was a key part of that. Yeah. So, we, so we've saved him yep. from the dark side here. Yep. I mean, Coach Jones was a big part of his career, so I'm glad mm-hmm. he's back as well. Yep. But. At the same time, I think he knows. He knows the deal. Like, look, UCF, we're not, we're not cool. Soccer or anything, <laughs> we're not cool. It's not, we're not cool at all. Anything. Look, well, they're not going to, they're not going to play Marshall on anything anyway, right? No, no, no. No, no. I, I don't see. Unless that. they're going to pull a. Oh well, well, sure. If you come down to, you come down to Orlando. Yeah, it, it won't be a home and home. No, 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 not at all. So I'm looking forward to that, and I think uh, the Hoops family field, the vet, should be jam-packed for that. If it's not, I'm going to be very disappointed. I'm going to be disappointed if uh, Jones Edwards Stadium's not jam-packed this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, because when you look at attendance numbers for the Sun Belt, it doesn't really matter where in the season they are. Uh, Numbers are pretty consistent, consistently good. I've been working on a series for the Herald-Dispatch, kind of previewing some some of the Marshall uh, opponents for 2022, and I was looking at Troy's numbers yesterday. That story will run Sunday. But uh, Troy averaged about 22,000 fans at each home football game. It's Troy. Why can't that happen in Huntington? It should happen in Huntington. It it definitely needs to happen at Huntington. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I think it's totally feasible. You know, when you look at uh, a team like Appalachian State sold 10,000 season tickets for the first time ever. Why can't that happen here? I'm sure it can. Yeah, why can't that happen here? Have, you know, Marshall football be the hot ticket. Create such a demand, and that will propel the team forward. And that will propel. I think one of the things that helps that is better competition at home and you look yeah, at especially the home slate this year you know the conference home opener being louisiana on a wednesday night but i think you I'll can do that yeah i think you'll find a lot of people who'll do that and then you get coastal carolina mm-hmm. appalachian state at home that's gonna be a good uh that's gonna be a good home schedule competitive home schedule yeah i think i've ultimately felt though that it doesn't matter what the schedule is the schedule should be as good as you possibly can make it but yeah. it doesn't matter marshall's playing that's that's the yeah. only reason you need. Marshall is playing, so I should go. But it helps that you have a schedule that's pretty exciting, attractive. It should be some competitive games. Um, as Coach Huff has said in the past, this league is real. He said that when Marshall joined the Sun Belt, that this league was real. And I'm yeah. sure he, well, I'm sure it's on a sign somewhere right now in the shoey. This, this this league is real. You know, when you, when I think back at some of the best games I've had a chance to cover, whether that's at the collegiate level, at the high school level, you know, the one thing they have in common is a good atmosphere. And so I think w- when you're talking about atmosphere, 
even if it's, you know, Marshall getting beat by Louisville at home. Right. When they striped the stadium. That stadium stripe was cool. <laughs> that was cool to be around. Yeah. You know, e- even just being there as, you know, I was reporting on the sidelines for, you know, a radio station at that time. But uh, that was cool to, to see and, and to be in that atmosphere. You know, of course, you got Lamar Jackson that, you know, you know, kind of showed out that game. and but uh, He's pretty good. You know, just off the top of my head, another Power 5 opponent, Purdue, at home. You know, when, when Taekwon Lang takes the, you know, the first play from scrimmage back as a, as a pick six and, you know, caps off the game in the same way, that was a really cool atmosphere on a Sunday afternoon. And so, you know, I, I think that uh, it goes back to putting the product on the field, and I think Marshall has the capability to do that. But uh, fans got to be there. All right, we're going to take our first break. We will give you an opportunity to be a part of the program. It is easy. It's 304-396-TALK to hit the text line, 304-396-8255. Luke Creasy's hanging out with us for time. He is from the Herald-Dispatch, and, of course, we'll be speaking with Athletic Director Christian Spears later on in the program. That's coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.